0: Welcome to Slice of Life. Because a bite was not enough, you've listened to Brenda's bites for years. And now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy.
1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of Slice of Life right here on your Saturday morning. And welcome to the first weekend in October. Hard to believe it was 80-some degrees on Tuesday of this past week. But uh, let's hope we have a nice uh, seasonal uh, fall And uh, winter doesn't rear its ugly head until uh, late into the year and into the new year. Uh, In the meantime, there's plenty to discuss on the show, and we'll be talking a little later about Local Restaurant Week, one of my favorite weeks of the year, coming up around the corner. And also coming up uh, is a big fundraiser. It's called the Mosaic Fundraiser. We'll find out about that in just a moment. Uh, And first off, what a pleasure to welcome for the first time to the show Family Justice Center CEO, the chief herself, is here, Mary Travers Murphy. Good morning, Mary. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Brenda. Mary, uh, for folks who are unfamiliar with what the Family Justice Center does, uh, how would you describe it in a nutshell?
2: We cater to people in abusive, and their children, in abusive relationships. So anybody victim of domestic violence or is, is trying to get their arms around whether or not they're in an unhealthy relationship can come to the Family Justice Center. We have eight domestic violence advocates who can help them figure out what's going on, and then numerous on-site and off-site partners who can handle absolutely anything they need. Order protection. We have a forensic medical unit where they can get their injuries Body mapped, an electronic map of the body, pictures, colored, high-tech digital pictures of the injuries. They can get safety plans. We actually partner with 8th Judicial District Family Court, and we can secure orders of protection, temporary emergency ex-parte orders of protection for our clients right from our downtown center or our three satellite centers, one in Orchard Park, one in Williamsville, one on Grand Island, and a drop-in center in the east side of Buffalo. So you name it, we have it in one place, including police, if they want to file charges, or if they just want to sit down with an advocate and try to figure out what their options are. We have so many people coming in, not even sure that they're in an abusive relationship. So that's what goes on here. Anything they need, we never tell anybody what to do. We spell it all out and let them decide. Our job is to empower our clients. What, Industry, an
1: incredible, huh? what an incredible resource, Mary, and really a collaborative effort since you have so many other partners in the community, including the suburbs, right?
2: It's a phenomenal model. I remember when I was town supervisor in Orchard Park, we had two domestic violence homicides six months apart. And as I sat down and tried to get my brain around how do we help people, I discovered this interesting model. And all these agencies, government agencies, not-for-profit agencies, you name it, all together in one spot, working together under memorandums of understanding, not even money-changing hands. I thought, you know, if I could have achieved consolidation and cooperation like this in town government, I would have probably stuck around for another couple of terms. It's (laughs) impressive. And it's a best practice. It works.
1: Mary, uh, I'm so happy you brought that up because you talk about Orchard Park and you mentioned Williamsville. Uh, Domestic violence is not just an urban issue, is it?
2: Oh, Lord, no, not at all. In fact, way back in December of 2009, shortly after Angela Moss was executed by her fiancé in Orchard Park, she worked at a nursing home. Her coworkers, leaving the night shift, found her body. I did a lot of homework. And I realized that one in three young girls in that 10 to 12-year-old age group to 24 to 26-year-old age group, one in three girls will be a victim of an abusive relationship. One in four women and one in seven boys and men. Started doing my homework. Someone sent me the description of the Family Justice Center model and the position I'm in now. And I thought, oh boy, really? Really? And got the job, had to be trained for six months before I could go out and speak one word publicly about it. And I can tell you, we operate seven days a week in the community talking about this. And it doesn't matter if I'm speaking at noon on a Saturday in the swankiest country club in East Amherst or Clarence in one of the most impoverished community centers in the middle of the east or west side of Buffalo or East Aurora or any community in between, those stats that I just rattled off, one in three girls, one in four women, one in seven men, play out everywhere we speak, every time we go. So these abusive relationships do not stop in any zip code or a municipal line, in any level of education, or affluence, age, or race, or culture, you name it, we see it day in and day out.
1: Incredible, incredible, staggering numbers, Mary. And there's been some recent domestic violence homicides. Um, What's your comment on that? Does it seem to be on the rise, or is it just these are high profile? How do you react to these recent ones?
2: Well, they're heartbreaking. Every single one of these is heartbreaking. But I will tell you, we have seen an uptick in the numbers. One of the advocates uh, who runs the high-risk team here in Erie County for victims of domestic violence told me that we've had close to two dozen since last November here in Erie and Niagara counties. That's a high number. We had one last week in the McKinley Mall. Uh, according to police, a woman was stabbed to death. Uh, they're accusing her ex-boyfriend. So we, I have seen an uptick, in, especially this year and late last year, in the number. We define it as control one person trying to control every aspect of another person's life. And these abusers, these controllers will stop at nothing when it comes to control. And often the most violent and dangerous time, not often, in every case, the most dangerous time is when a victim is trying to leave a controlling abuser. And it can accelerate into danger, a homicide, very quickly. Unless The the victim is working with a domestic violence advocate who's up on best practices, who's educated and passionate and experienced and knows how to safety plan. So anybody out there who suspects someone they love or know or work with or it's a neighbor, if they like to have a conversation with somebody, the most important thing they can do first is to call the Family Justice Center and ask to speak to an advocate and get some guidance some verbiage, some words, and most importantly, the con- um, confidence on how to have the conversation with somebody they suspect. Because if your gut is telling you that something is up, somebody's relationship, and you're worried about their safety, trust your gut. And we are here to guide you through that process. We just launched with W N E D W B F O a WBFO, a standalone website. Actually, it was back in November called Reach Out. So if you just Google up, Reach Out Western New York, we produced all sorts of videos and tools and tips to guide somebody through having the conversation with somebody they suspect is in an abusive relationship because victims really won't self-identify. Most of the time, they're completely brainwashed into believing the abusive partner, because the abusive partner has brainwashed them into believing the victim caused it, the victim is responsible for it, the victim somehow deserved it. And, you know, we make it clear to our clients who come in, nobody deserves to be in an abusive relationship. They sure as heck didn't cause it, and they're not responsible for it. But these controllers, these abusers, are really good at the manipulation. And, again, one word to define it is control. So that's what we help people do, get their arms around the level of danger. We do lethality assessments with them and just discuss. These are all the different options know take it step by step now we're going to empower the person and let them decide on which clients and how they want to proceed every step of the way though with a domestic violence advocate
1: and know that they're not alone I think that that in itself Mary is so key that these people are not alone there is help out there there is a lifeline
2: not only they are they not alone one in three girls one in four women and one in seven men are experienced experiencing this control behind closed doors and people get, victims get so brainwashed into believing that they're the cause, not understanding that these controllers, these abusers, are all playing out of the same handbook. It's like somebody drafted a playbook on how to abuse. We can get out there and teach kids at a really young age the big red flags, and everybody else in the community, and you can hop on our website and just look at these big red flags strangulation stalking people not feeling safe with their partner or their partner has told them you leave i'll kill you or you leave i'll take the children or god forbid i'll i'll kill the children or another popular tool in the toolbox of the controller is telling the victim if you leave i'll kill myself so again they're all playing out of the same handbook and understanding the big big red flags is key to helping people So if you could just hop on our website, Family Justice Center, you can move around and and get your arms around all the different ways we can help you help somebody else. Or if you're wondering, am I, am I not in an abusive relationship, we can help you figure it out. Mary, you know,
1: I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, anytime you can pick up the
2: phone, you know, during the day and call us.
1: What's the best number to reach the Family Justice Center?
2: 558-SAFE, which translates to 558. seven two three three. Five five eight seven two
1: three three. And Mary, the, the um the incident that you mentioned, that horrific scene at the McKinley Mall recently, that was a result of this alleged killer uh, stalking his victim. And as you say, it doesn't seem to matter. Where or when he was in a public place, chased them into the mall, from all accounts, uh, from the parking lot. These two women were fleeing for their lives, and unfortunately, oh, right. his ex-girlfriend was murdered in cold blood in a department store. I mean, it's like some horrible novel that you would read that, ah, this can't be. But when you're right. talking about the control that these people wield, it really can turn deadly in a moment, can't it?
2: It can, and the most dangerous time is when the victim wants to separate when the victim is leaving, right? The control and the power is is coming undone. And in a snap of a finger, it, it can go lethal. And they do all the time, which is why it's critical that a family member who's trying to help link the person to a domestic violence advocate. It's not safe and it's not wise for a family member or a friend to try to take matters into his or her own hands to help the person. Okay, I'm going to call up that perpetrator. I'm going to go after the perpetrator. Nope, they need to get to a domestic violence advocate. And they can call first before they sit down and have the conversation with somebody because there are things that they it's important for them to say and there are absolutely things that they should not say. Right? We've talked, absolutely.
1: We've talked about traits like control and brainwashing. Is that why some victims return to their abusers?
2: Victims return to their abuser on average seven to eight times. Number one, they're traumatized. If you suspect somebody's in an abusive relationship, they're suffering from trauma, which undermines a person's ability to think clearly, make logical decisions, to even articulate accurately what's going on in the relationship. Secondly, they're told, you leave, I'll kill you, or the kids, or myself. Thirdly, many are in love with their abuser. They didn't fall in love with a monster. They fell in love with a loving, charming, funny, engaging angel. And it takes a person who's suffering from trauma, seven to eight attempts, leaving and going back to understand that the monster is the real person and the angel is the fake, and you're never going to change that fact. But one of the most effective tools in the toolbox of the abuser is the ability to morph right into that angel at the snap of a finger. And so this is complicated, dangerous business. And we know that in addition to, to the violence, the emotional, the psychological, the financial abuse, the sexual abuse, leaves their victims in a hundred million pieces. And I have now close to 40 women that I've met through almost the 10 years that I've been doing outreach and presentations. Uh, all of whom have gotten out and gotten trauma-informed counseling and worked with advocates and have moved away from the relationship, they inform all the work we do and the decisions we make and even the outreach material that we craft and draft. They tell me it's so important for somebody trying to help someone in an abusive relationship to understand the overwhelming emotion that a victim is feeling that can trump fear, like you leave, you're dead, you leave, I'll kill the children or myself, overwhelming emotion that can trump that kind of fear, shame, and embarrassment. So that's why you don't, if you're trying to have that conversation with somebody, you don't want to give them the impression you're judging them. You don't want to start telling them what to do. They're already being controlled by somebody else. That's why it's so critical to talk to a domestic violence advocate prior to having the conversation. So you say the right things and you help them in a way that you can lead them to safety.
1: And Mary, it's, it's so critical that we keep the Family Justice Center viable. With uh, about 30 seconds left here, uh, how can people help with fundraising or perhaps attend the Mosaic fundraiser that you have coming up Great. in just
2: a few days? Yes. next uh, uh, Thursday, October 10th, from 530 to 830, we're having our annual fundraiser. And if you just hop online, you know, just Google up Family Justice Center, you will see all the information about Mosaic and how to buy tickets. It's just a big cocktail party and basket auction, and uh, it supports the Family Justice Center, which is critical.
1: Five five eight seven two three three is your number for anybody who just has a question or needs some help or needs to talk to somebody. 558-SAFE. Mary Trappers murphy how lucky are they to have you at the helm? Thank you so much for coming on this morning. I really appreciate it.
2: You are welcome, Brenda. Thank you.
1: You bet. We'll be back right after this.
0: Are you a fan of succulent hand-carved beef and turkey? Do you like having fish fries available every day? Then come experience fresh, scratch-made favorites at the historic Glen Park Tavern in the heart of Williamsville. The Glen Park Tavern's hand-carved beef and turkey are available in-house or for parties as well. Enjoy a delicious selection of hearty salads, sides, and soups seven days a week. Visit the Glen Park Tavern on Main near Cayuga in Williamsville. It's not just a meal, it's an experience.
2: Local Restaurant Week is October 7th through the 13th Over 200 local, independent restaurants dishing up tasty meals all week long Visit localrestaurantweek.com for details Local Restaurant Week Local Fair Local Flair Local Restaurant Week is October 7th through the 13th Over 200 local, independent restaurants dishing up tasty meals all week long Visit localrestaurantweek.com for details Local Restaurant Week Local Fair
0: Local Flair Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostess, Brenda Alacy,
1: Hey, welcome back to this edition of Slice of Life on your Saturday morning. It was a pretty heavy topic in that first topic, but very important information uh, conveyed to us by Mary Travers Murphy at the Family Justice Center. Well, we're going to do a 180 and talk about something fun now. We're going to talk about my favorite topic food because local restaurant week is days away it's october 7th through the 13th you've got a whole week to uh, enjoy breakfast lunch and dinner at really unbelievable prices that go for go for it 2019 just to coincide with the year and we'll get into that in just a moment in fact uh for the first time jackie smith is joining us she is the food and beverage director at the Doubletree by Hilton in Niagara Falls. And uh, Parkway Prime is the restaurant that you definitely want to check out. And we'll talk to Jackie in a moment. But first, our friend Krista Hobart is here, the organizer of Local Restaurant Week. Krista, for those of us um, who are not familiar, and certainly can't include myself in this because I look forward to this every year, but set the table for us. What makes Local Restaurant Week different? And why is it important to the Buffalo economy?
3: Well, it's different because, for one thing, our event is the only one in the country that uh, shines a spotlight on locally owned and operated restaurants. So that's pretty cool. So we only allow the restaurants that are kind of mom-and-pop places, onesies, twosies here, um, in our event. And that's what makes it unique. And every restaurant week, there's all sorts of different ones to try. So it's always kind of fun. There's always something um, something different to try, different flavor, different location.
1: And different meals,
3: too. It could be breakfast,
1: brunch, lunch, dinner.
3: You hit it all. We got it all. It's not just for dinner anymore here at Local Restaurant Week. Yeah, (laughs) it's
1: definitely evolved over the years. It happens twice a year, of course, in the spring and in the fall. Yeah. Uh, As we said, October 7th through the 13th is this edition and I mentioned too about Buffalo but it's so many surrounding areas right Krista it's not just right. the city and of course Jackie can speak to that in a moment as well
3: exactly go all the way up to Niagara Falls and Lewiston and then as far south I'm, I'm not really sure like East Aurora Hamburg there's a few even more south of there I'm losing Maybe where they Springville are Springville
1: I think comes to mind
3: yeah so we've kind of hit the whole metro area and then of course downtown and everywhere in between all the suburbs so all the information's on our website of course at, at which is local restaurant week Dot com and you can search by um neighborhood so it's
1: really easy it, to find it's something so easy by to navigate yeah. that site for sure krista and jackie um welcome it's nice to have you on board you made the trip down from niagara falls today jackie smith food and beverage director so you know your way around food beverages a kitchen why did um your restaurant parkway prime which is located inside the hotel decide to participate
4: we decided because our food is amazing, and we want to share it with the public. Um, a lot of people are misconstrued that we're a hotel, so the food doesn't taste good. But all of our food is made fresh and made by professional chefs, and we're pretty proud to work at the Parkway
1: Prime. It's a beautiful restaurant too, the Parkway Prime, located. It's a steakhouse and lounge located in the uh, in the hotel. Uh, right on Buffalo Avenue. So you can't miss it. It's 401 Buffalo Avenue in Niagara Falls. If you're putting it in your uh, GPS, it's located at the Doubletree by Hilton in Niagara Falls. Again, 401 Buffalo Avenue. And I'm looking at your menu and salivating here, Jackie, you have starters, a second course, entrees, you can add a bottle of wine. What did you decide to feature for the 2019 special? Well, we wanted to feature some new
4: items that are going to be showcasing on our fall and winter menu that's starting November 1st. And um, the entrees are what we sell a lot of and what guests love to eat. So we just wanted to share it with everybody at a reasonable price.
1: And that makes a lot of sense. The starters uh, one can choose from include sweet potato funnel cake. Krista, that has our name written all over it. (laughs) That's a new item. So we're excited Uh, for that one. That sounds great. And uh, you can also choose from an Asian arancini, and I think, you know, arancini seem to be popping up on menus all the time. When I was a kid, uh, we used to have Arancini's. They were, most people know them as rice balls. Mm -hmm. And now you seem to see these in many, many uh, restaurants. And I love the fact that you have a little Asian flavor infused in that. Or the third choice under the starters would be an asparagus turnover, which sounds absolutely tempting as well. From there, you get a second course of chowder or bisque or a salad. And then entrees uh, at your place, Jackie, include chicken supreme, or the always popular lobster mac and cheese, or surf and turf. So it's nice that you offer diners a choice. Was that a big part of the menu design?
4: It is, because being in Niagara Falls and a high tourist area, we have to please everybody's palate. So we do offer a lot of vegetarian options, a lot of different... Whatever people want, we'll give them.
1: That's great. And you you have uh, a lot of talented people at the helm. I know your chef, Mike, has been on the show a number of times. And uh, he does a great job um, with a a lot of different varieties here, from apps to entrees. And Krista, Jackie brings up a good point about wanting to feature things that are popular. Do you Mm -hmm. think that a lot of restaurants use local restaurant week to feature their popular dishes and then as she mentioned introduce what's coming up in the fall or winter or whatever the season happens to be?
3: I would say that's exactly it. Some um, highlight what they're known for because they're hoping to get a lot of people who have have not been to their restaurant before so they want to just highlight all the things that the other folks come in there for and then some people use it as a a, a time to try some new menu items that they're going to try for their fall exactly like you guys are doing on fall and winter menus just to try them out so I'd say it's half and half.
1: And, Jackie, your restaurant week menu uh, includes both lunch and dinner, right? It does. And uh, do you recommend uh, reservations?
4: I do, especially on the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's always busy, yes. right? Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you brought up um, an interesting point about hotels and perhaps the misconception that people think hotel restaurants aren't at the same level as other restaurants. Why is that different nowadays? I think the culinary field has expanded so much, and
4: people are, between TV and the Food Network, people are expecting a level of food when they go out to eat. So that's what we're trying to provide.
1: I think that's true too, Krista, don't you? Because there are so many great places from dives to high-end restaurants, including many in hotels now. And there's an increase even with local restaurant week, right?
3: Yeah, and you know, I think part of that too is plating of the dish. So many people take photos when they go out to eat now and post them. So I know from a restaurant's perspective, um, we were just talking about that with another restaurant just today, that that that's an important thing to make sure that the, the plate looks good. Not only does it taste good, but it looks fantastic, too, because people are taking photos of it, tagging where they are. Yes. And, and you know, that's advertising that the restaurant's not always in control over. So
1: And we eat with our eyes, too. If right. it looks we good, do. you really want to dive into it. Right. And I noticed that a lot of restaurants are using microgreens and different garnishes, too, just to mm-hmm. look you know, make it look as appealing as it tastes. Do you find that's a trend that you're seeing more and more, Jackie? You've been in the business a while. It
4: is a trend, even with the swoosh on the plate with a yes. different puree, yes. Oh,
1: yeah. Definitely. Let's talk a little bit about um, uh, Prime. Or excuse me, Parkway Prime, which is inside the Doubleday and uh, Niagara Falls. The hours of operation with a hotel, you never close, I imagine, right? Correct, we're never closed. But yeah. we do open at 6 in the morning,
4: and um, the restaurant closes at 10 o'clock, and the bar is open to 11 And our bar is amazing, too. Along with the food, we um, feature a lot of craft cocktails. And uh, my bartender is amazing. He's a professional mixologist. And he's really up and coming. And they're really good. He makes you like booze that you would normally not drink, and you want to drink it. They're almost like (laughs) I
1: call them magician mixologists because they're so talented behind the bar. And it reminds me of a sort of a mad chemist. Sometimes you see them doing all these different potions of you know different things, and they use shrubs and and uh, fire and so forth. And as you said, things that you would never even think to put together, Um, like blueberry and
4: cognac. We have this one drink, and it's amazing with a touch of cinnamon. It's so delicious.
1: It sounds so comforting. Yeah, it It almost sounds therapeutic. and you know what i was
3: thinking too with with the mixologists is the you yeah, entertainment you know that's so mm-hmm. popular too you know when the, it's the, a great word right There, people are <laughs> in for the show sometimes especially when you're at the bar i mean the bar's that's Let's that's us we the always are like the, So do we. It's the fun place. And if you can get the corner spot at the bar, that's even better. Absolutely. <laughs> I,
1: mean, I love to eat at the bar because you can watch the bartender. You can yeah. talk to other patrons. You don't have to wait long for a drink because you're right there. So right, there's true. a lot of advantages to it. Mm-hmm. Do you find that local draft beer is popular?
4: It is. We sell a lot of local beer. For sure.
1: It's great. Even Mm -hmm. though you're a tourist attraction, people still like the local beers, They like to try it.
4: We like to tell them um, all about it. Like, Mm -hmm. each name of the local beer has a meaning. Um, Like, for instance, Hayburner, um, that was named after the mules that were used in building the Erie Canal. So I found that very interesting. When I tell tourists and even locals about that, they're just amazed that people are that insightful about their product. It's you know,
1: fun, isn't it, to hear the backstory on these different things that you yeah. would never even anticipate?
3: Yeah, that's always mm-hmm. cool. And a lot of um, a lot of the restaurants that are participating in Local Restaurant Week have also paired their menu items with local products, whether it's beer or liquor or a spirit or a cider. There's a lot of popular ciders cider that are local, are too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And speaking of uh, beverages, uh, Jackie, you have a happy hour at uh, Parkway Prime. Monday through Friday from 5 until 7. What are some of the features? Well, we feature half-price
4: starters and appetizers, and we discount our drinks.
1: Oh, that's a good deal. And on
4: Fridays, we have live entertainment. And um, on Saturdays, we also have entertainment. But that's going to be coming to a close as soon as the patio closes.
1: And you had also talked about Local Appreciation Week. Do you do different things during different weeks of the month? So
4: Local Appreciation Week is really fun for us because we love our locals. Uh, Niagara Falls needs a place for locals to go. And um, we are it. And we offer basket raffles, discounts on everything across the board, between drinks, food,
1: um, entertainment. It's a lot of fun. And if people are having a special event, and especially as we get closer to the holiday season, it's not too early to talk about – Reserving a space or making sure that you have the appropriate size room for whatever you're doing, if it's a banquet or, or maybe just to get together with some folks in the office, can you accommodate people at uh, at the Parkway?
4: We can accommodate um, one person to 400 people. One so we to have, 400. We can. Wow. Um, <laughs> we have two private dining rooms. Um, one holds about 50 people. The other one holds about 25 comfortably. And our ballroom, um, we can hold 350 to 400 pretty comfortably. And we have three lower um spaces also
1: oh that's great to know especially in niagara falls because you, you can combine that with maybe some fun you know with the activities around there the casino and everything happening on both sides of the border with a name like parkway prime jackie i'm assuming there's a big emphasis on steak and meats and so forth there is do you um do you have a particular cut that you consider your signature dish
4: Um, Well, lately the T-Bone has been pretty signature, but what we love to sell is our dinner for two. You get a 48-ounce bone-in ribeye. Um, It comes with soup and salad for each guest and two sides and two
1: sauces. Boy, that's a great deal, It's amazing.
4: When it's presented, it's on a sizzler platter, so it's like smoking and we roast the rosemary so that's all you smell through the restaurant it's Ooh. a fabulous dish that sounds fantastic it's doesn't, amazing yeah.
1: doesn't yeah. that sound perfect with that drink you were describing yeah yes, the yes. flavors that's a really great pair finish yes. it off with that funnel
4: yeah, funnel yeah. dessert thing you even a nice <laughs> glass of red wine complements it really nice so yeah, yeah.
1: And we should uh, mention too that you can add a bottle of wine Uh, during local restaurant week for an additional 2019. Mm -hmm. And that's a good deal as well. And you can choose from Pinot Grigio, Santa Margarita, Shiraz, or a Rosemont. So it satisfies folks who are either white or red drinkers. Correct. You can't go wrong. Uh, Was it difficult to agree on what you wanted to feature during local restaurant week? Did you and the chef put your heads together? Well, it's
4: a team effort. The chef relies a lot on his culinary team. Um, They're great. I mean, they help with uh, recipe input, and we all create this together. It's a team effort.
1: Will you be doing this again in the spring, do you think? Yes, we will. Isn't that we nice like doing hear? it. Yeah. Yeah, we love to hear that. It's I the think best, this is so. our
4: fifth time doing it. You've and
1: been in several times.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's great, especially as you say with the hotel. You really need to kind of break through that barrier to make sure people know what's available. Just, you know, 20 minutes from those of us who live in the north towns or a little bit of a further ride if you're coming in from the south towns. But certainly well worth it. Jackie Smith, Food and Beverage Director. Uh, what's the best way to reach the uh, – the restaurant.
4: Well, to make a reservation, opentable.com is a great way to go. If not, you can call us at 524-3347, and we'd be happy
3: to make the reservation for you.
1: And, Krista, congratulations since 2009 for Local Restaurant Week. It's hard to believe.
3: It really it really is crazy. I was looking at some photos the other day, and I thought, I've gone through a lot of hairdos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but always look good. And your theme this year is kind of fun. You always come up with some catchy yeah. names. It's local fair, local flair, which perfect. is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And people can Use hashtags and right. look for um, the different dishes and folks out having fun together exactly. because a lot of people like together uh, like to get together for local restaurant week they look forward to that right.
0: uh,
1: we have another couple that we go out with all the time and it's just sort of a tradition and it's a nice way to plan ahead and know that we'll see our friends
3: right it is and we're, we're doing a contest this time as well so if on social media you want to tag any photos at our local restaurant week um, hashtag local restaurant week that would be great you know we're having a contest to win some gift certificates that you can use throughout we So,
1: Jackie Smith, Parkway Prime, inside the Doubletree. Thanks a million for coming in. Thank you for having me. And Krista Hobart, always a pleasure, my friend. And best of luck with this edition. It'll put a wrap on this edition of Slice of Life. As always, thanks for carving out a slice, and go Bills.
0: Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520. Are you a fan of succulent hand-carved beef and turkey? Do you like having fish fries available every day? Then come experience fresh, scratch-made favorites at the historic Glen Park Tavern in the heart of Williamsville. The Glen Park Tavern's hand-carved beef and turkey are available in-house or for parties as well. Enjoy a delicious selection of hearty salads, sides, and soups seven days a week. Visit the Glen Park Tavern on Main near Cayuga in Williamsville. It's not just a meal, it's an experience.
2: Local Restaurant Week is October 7th through the 13th. Over 200 local independent restaurants dishing up tasty meals all week long. Visit localrestaurantweek.com for details. Local Restaurant Week, local fare, local flair.